Welcome to Finding Your Spark again. We're going to do something just a little bit different this time. And so I want to give you a preface so that you know what's going on. I'm doing an in-person interview with someone I met who I really am excited to bring to you, to for you to get to meet such a resilient family is really amazing for me. So uh, I was in Sayulita, Nayarit, Mexico, and I met these beautiful people who own a shop there. Okay. And so the shop was so beautiful that it called me to it. It had all of these beautiful figurines in it that were it had the skeletal center and then all these beautiful beaded dresses all over it and many other figurines in the shop. And I just was drawn to it. I thought, I love this place. Let me just go check it out. It's so colorful and beautiful, but somehow incorporates all of life, right? Isn't like just the shiny bit, right? And so I went in and I met the owner and it wasn't long into our conversation. He asked me about the podcast and I told him and he said, wait, 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 uh, let me uh, show you something. And I said, okay. And uh, he brought me his phone and he showed me a beautiful boy on the phone and said this is my son and i said well he's lovely you know because that's why i thought he was his son from right now and he said he died many years ago and uh we started to have a real conversation about how you tap in to joy how you move forward how you create new life from the life that got completely destroyed so Santos is his name and he and his wife Raquel are going to talk to us a bit, but one of the big things that really touched me about this is this concept of healing one way or the other. So they have a specific uh, religious background, but what I found so amazing and really uh, important to the process of healing is wanting life to go forward one way or the other so that the people who are in pain and including yourself can find a way to something better. So we're in Mexico during this. So the Day of the Dead celebration is a big part of the conversation. It is an incredible celebration of life that Mexican culture does every year at a specific time. And what I love about that is that they really take time to set aside time and be with the people who are no longer with them in the physical existence. So I hope that you get a ton out of this. Certainly I did. So here's Santos. I was so touched when we met the other day okay. and uh, I was able to talk to you about that podcast mm -hmm. and you shared the beautiful picture of your boy and I would love it if we could talk a little bit about that and um, I, as I told you, my husband just passed away about 
few months ago, six months ago or so. Uh -huh. And uh, so going through that and then being able to figure out how to put yourself back together again is really what the podcast is about. So Well, it's too hard. Yeah. Because you think you can make it. Yeah. But you never be prepared, you know. Because at the beginning I can even talk about it. You know, because I have a, you know, like all mixed up emotions mm. and I used to cry a lot. Mm. You know, I read a book, it talk about, you know, the lie between earth and heaven. So mm. that that's the name of the book. So the book uh helped me, you know, kind of heal, you know, the mm. inside. But what happens, I used to dream the book. Well, not the book, but whatever the book says, I used to dream that. Mm. You know, my son, he passed away when he was uh, 13 years old. Mm. So he got, he got leukemia. We passed through so many things. We did a, uh, two bone marrow transplants. Mm. The first one, he stayed good for three years. So he, you know, relapsed. Yeah. Uh, relapsed. And uh, the second one, he, he cannot make it. Mm. Yeah. And to me, it was too hard to say goodbye because, you know, I mean, you're expecting they bury you, not you bury them. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. So that's why, you know, it was, it was kind of hard for me. Mm. And, you know, thanks to God one way or another, you know, I accept that. Well, first of all, I asked, I asked God to heal him mm -hmm. one way or another, mm. you know, because if that was for me, I prefer yeah. to be with me. Yeah. But I asked to be healed no matter where he was, mm -hmm. like, you know, with him or, or here. Going back to, you know, to the day of the dead, we honor, we honor his memory. Mm. We believe he come on, you know, November 2nd, our, you know, the day of the death celebrations is on November 2nd. Did he die at that time of year? No, he, he passed away on December 17th. Yeah, so... Uh, what is his name? His name was Eric. Eric, yeah. a pretty name. Yeah, at that time we, we had two kids, Eric and, and Anta. So they were, you know, like five years apart. And when he passed, he passed, you know, December 17th. So we already have his his gift mm. on the Christmas tree. So what happens, you know, we have to, you know, give it back to the store. And I don't like Christmas from that time. You know, I was enjoying because I have a my old son, but uh, I don't like Christmas anymore. Yeah, it's hard to go through. Yes, so after the years, Raquel, my wife, she decided to have another kid. Mm. You know, because she told me, we're gonna get an old, so Anton is gonna grow and he's gonna go, and we're gonna be just alone. So she went on and on and on, tell me, you know, the chances to have a little girl. And well, she she got me and, and said, okay, because I told her, you know, just think about it. That's a new, there's a new start, there's a new beginning. That's a lot. You know, that's and, a lot. And yeah. at that time I was. I was like uh, 40, 40 years old. And boom, she got me and then we, we got a little girl. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And how old is your girl now? My my daughter, she's 11. So the point of this, when she born, I decide to make a good name in both, you know, like 
Christmas uh, because I used to like Christmas and yeah. I'm gonna love it again. So I use well her name is Chris Bell. Oh beautiful. So I use C H R I S for Christmas and on Christmas is a lot of bells. So that's why <laughs> I, I put it all together. So that's why her name that's is That's how she got her name. That's, her name is Chris Bell. Beautiful. But the amazing thing is the name has a meaning. Really? Yes. Okay. My sister-in-law, she said, wow, well, you're always crazy, you know, picking, <laughs> you know, weird names and, you know, because my second kid named Antar, I, I read a book about, you know, the Prince of Persia and his name was Antar, A-N-T-H-A-R. Mm -hmm. And that's why he got his name. So Chris Bell, she said, what kind of name is that? You know, so my wife said, well, he, he just make it up. <laughs> But the name has a meaning, means love in Christ. I also had an impromptu conversation with Raquel, Santos's wife. And in this conversation, she was so open and willing to talk to me about how you move forward. But something that she said to me really stuck, and that was that she had these dreams of her son coming to her after he passed away. And she dreamed of him all the time until something different happened. One day, he just told me, I have to go. And I In your dreams? Uh -huh. And I say, oh. where are you going? Are you are you okay? The place where you going, you will be fine. I'm fine. Mm. Believe me. He say, but we, your father, your brother is too sad. They will be okay. I must to go. Yes. Yes. But you need to say yes. Yes. So yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I get goosebumps uh -huh. too. <laughs> and, uh, and I say yes. Yeah. Go. And I start to dream with him. I met a, a, a person, she was a woman, and and I, because she loves uh, her son, and I say, how you do it? How, tell me how you do it, because I need to know what I need to do. Mm. And she say, you want to learn life alone, not with him. Because all the time you remember him, it will be the same, mm. the same pain. You want to feel the same. You know, you not want to forget this. Mm. You want to, you know, meet some people, another people, maybe change the work and the city. But here is the same. Keeping our loved ones close to us, even after they've passed away, is sometimes quite difficult after a big loss like that. It's tricky business. Often, one way to do it is that we're able to find an image and to keep it with us so that they become a part of the life that we're building. Santos talks to me about that in this next section. Do you have your phone with you? Yeah. Can I see the picture of your, I'm going to put your beautiful son on. So one of the things that I loved so much is that when you showed me your picture, I have a picture like that of my husband on my phone. And I thought, 
oh, do we all do it? <laughs> Is that where we put our pictures now? Because because I carry it with me all yeah. the time. And it was encouraging to me that your son died quite a long time ago. Yeah. And you still have it right on your phone. Exactly. Yeah. See, we will we will if we keep it on our mind. They're gonna so their soul is gonna be around us. Yes, that's right. Yeah. If you forget, their soul is gonna disappear. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you saw the movie Coco. I did. So, I love it. Remember, remember about yeah. they want to keep the mama, you know, kind of awake to That's right. So she can remember the father. Yeah. That's so right. he can come from the other world to our world. That's right. Yeah. So that's why we keep it like that. Yeah. Yeah. On, on, on the on our altar on November second, that's what we do. We set it up altar yeah. on it, and then a uh, picture. And his favorite item. So he got the color. So we, we got the color right next to the picture. You know, whatever he used to like. Tacos and. Do you have a special taco that he liked? Carne asada. Okay, so beef tacos, huh? And, and, yeah. yeah, and, and Raquel, she used to make, you know, uh, the, the tortillas. Yeah. So he, he loves that, you know. I love that. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Now you need to eat one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what we do on those days. Mm. You know, a week before November November second, when you eat you know, the different dishes what our lovers they used to eat as a remember them. Mm. Yeah. And after that, well what we live on on those days is more about tradition and at the same time religion. Mm. As a Catholics, we go to the cemeteries. Actually the cemetery for us, it's we call it Campo Santo, mm. like Saint Phil, mm. yeah, like or Holy Field of of Saints. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's, so that's how we call it in Spanish, Campo Santo. Now I was so lucky to get to go to uh, the cemetery. Yeah, the, yeah. the Playa Los Muertos, yeah. right? Yeah. And your cemeteries are so um, colorful yeah. and full of celebration yeah which is very different from mm -hmm. in the united states can you tell me a little bit about like is that part of typically is that part of that celebration of of life that you have in in november or yes it is yeah actually on november uh we use some specific flowers um i don't know how to call those flowers in english we call them tempasuchil yeah they're yellow and um the smell is kind of you know different, and those are the more the more traditional for this, you know, for that those days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you see on the flower shops full of their flowers. Yeah. yeah and that's that's a tradition to get those and bring it up to you know to the cemetery. You know, we bring the at the cemetery we bring you know food. Yeah. And water. We will leave the common. You know, from the whole world to join us, to visit with you, to visit us, yeah. to eat some of, you know, the, yeah. their yeah, favorites. Their favorites. It's when in Christmas on the States, you know, when Santa Claus comes and visit you, how you cook cookies yeah. and milk. Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh -huh. that's, right. that's a tradition. That's right. So for us, it's the same thing. Yeah, we, we set it up, you know, food, especially uh, bread, we call pan de muerto. It's some specific bread we make on those days. We, that's our, you know, like rice with milk. So we just set it up in there. 
Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's the celebration route. Like a pudding, you make rice pudding. Exactly. Yeah, with the rice and the milk and yeah, sugar. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. that's that's what we leave. There. I was thinking uh, that if I was going to do this for my husband, my late husband, I would have to uh, be cooking for months because he liked so many foods. And well, he, he was a very good cook. It's <laughs> gonna it's gonna be one week. One, one, one week. week. One week before November second. All right, over years I'll do yeah. I'll, I'll do it out. You have to you have to decide you know the the best ones. Okay. He used to like. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll decide on the ones I could make. Because he was so talented in the kitchen, but uh -huh. I probably couldn't do justice to most of it. See, so that's lovely. Yeah. You you have you have to find out the way. I will. Yeah. I will have so that's to. why you're carrying. The yes. Ring. So this necklace that I wear is his ring, uh -huh. his wedding ring, and uh, the crystal is what I had on when he went into the hospital and it was during COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so they only let you stay a half hour a day. And I had been his uh, care manager. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they said, you have to leave. And I was like, I cannot leave. Are you crazy? He can't talk for himself. How are decisions going to get made? You mm -hmm. know? And they said, don't worry, we'll make the decisions which made me a little uncomfortable, but, uh, you know, that's, that's how it is there. Yeah. yeah. So I took my necklace, the crystal, and I put it over his bed and I said, okay, I will go home and I will get another crystal just like it. And I will, we will stay connected through the prism, right? The, yeah, the, the prism the, of the spiritual the energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I will leave that on yeah. the energy. Yeah. 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 And so, the other, the other one that I wore at the time is quite large because <laughs> the only one other one I had was quite large. It's like an inch big, you know, it was very big. And so I, uh, I switched to this one after he passed away. So, yeah. so I always feel like I'm carrying him with me. Sometimes my crazy, crazy feelings. I feel like my daughter, mm. she, Eric Ribono her, mm. one, mm. one, you know, a female mm -hmm. because she does different Thing he used to do. Yeah. You know, of course, you know, they're, they're brothers. Yeah. But, uh, but those memories. Those exactly <laughs> the way the way she sleeps. Sometimes yeah. she sleeps, you know, like, yeah. like this. Yeah. And the way she see me and different things she does, you That's know. That's beautiful. And I said, well, I always say thank you, God, because I'm thinking, mm. you know, the book I was telling you about says about reincarnation. Reincarnation, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. On the book says, when you met the master, they never talk about Jesus. They talk about master. Mm -hmm. They prepared yourself, you know, on, on heaven. And at the time you have to meet the master, you have to choose mm -hmm. where you're going to reborn. You can stay there or you're reborn. But you're never reborn on the same place and not mm -hmm. with the same family. Mm -hmm. That's what the book says. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think, well, maybe the book was wrong. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's the way I feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like the idea that we kind of are like from soul soup, right? Yeah. And so we die. My so my late husband he dies and he goes back to the soul soup. Exactly. And so a little yeah, bit of him so goes into someone over here, and a little bit of him goes into someone over there. So it's nice when I can see, sometimes I can feel like I, I see that person in multiple places, right? Where I can say, oh, there's a little bit of him over there and a little bit of him over there, you know? 
I don't know. I don't know. You were listening to singer. I don't remember her name, but she has cancer, and she sings a song. It's okay. And uh, when she sang the song, I was thinking of my son. You know what he passed through. And like she said, uh, she has a, I don't remember the number of chances to survive. Mm. So she moved from somewhere on the States to California mm. to have, uh, you know, uh, chemotherapy, you know, treatment. And on her time off or, you know, or time by herself, she write the song. Mm. Yeah. So like. The name of the song is It's Okay. It's Okay. And she's uh, from the United States. Yeah, she I'm is. I'm going to find it. We'll yeah. see if we can find it. Yeah, That'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. She's a good singer and she was singing her uh, her life during, you know, the chemotherapy, you know, treatment. Yeah. And like she said, it's okay. I mean. Mm. It's okay one way or the other. Exactly. And I think that's a really big key that sometimes we forget and we think it's only okay if it works the way I want it. Mm -hmm. I get to keep my son if I get to keep my husband, right? But it's okay. It has to be okay. Yeah. Because they're going to be okay. Exactly. And then we have to figure out how to be yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, like uh, my son, he wants to have a dog, mm. but we're not allowed to have one, you know, on those days. Mm. So after a little while, I decided to have a dog, but I never, I never told anybody why the reason you know to have a dog you know it was only me i said well he wanted so we're gonna have one so we have since then we got two dogs and my my son Anthony, he just find out because i was talking with somebody about the singer and one of my customers there was three girls they lost her friend with the same thing you know cancer yeah and we talk about the singer yeah and i told them about my son and you know the dog and my son, he was listening to me like, well, now you know why we got, you know, dog. Nah, yeah, that's right. Because he wanted. <laughs> Took so, a few years, but he found out. Yeah, he wanted, so that's why we have it, you know. Mm. So this thing that you just referred to, where you talk to people. Uh-huh. Now, I know it, you said it took you time, but the same, I, I had a beautiful conversation with your wife as well, and you're both so open and uh -huh. willing to share uh not just about your son but about you and your process going through this and for me this is the key right because a lot of times people just lock it away they never talk about it again and they say ah that's it i i can't talk about that it's too hard but you that's living that's, in it. that's that's one of the biggest problems sometimes when you keep them up it's kind of let's say killing you at the beginning i couldn't even talk i couldn't even i couldn't even say his name because i was crying mm. you know uh i dreamed him once and he came to my you know my dreams and he said i'm okay mm. look at me where i am and i saw him you know like maybe three four five years later mm. and he was looked so happy and i see the place where he was and when I read the book, whatever my dream was, the book says, you know, like they come into your dreams and let you know they're fine. Mm. Because when my dad passed, my mom 
tell us, don't cry, let him go. Mm. When he was passing, we were right when my when my dad at the hospital, and when he was, you know, like passing, we started crying, and my mom says, don't, mm. don't cry, don't keep him alive, let him go. Mm. You know, because what she said, sometimes we, I mean, we've got to be suffering, but uh, don't show the person you're suffering, yeah. you know, because make the person feel you're going to be okay, even if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. So this is really interesting because there are a lot of people who feel and who are capable of holding the hand of someone who's passing away and uh, sort of being really present in that moment for them. And uh, I am someone who, uh, my experience with death is that when I get near someone, physically near them, within a few feet, uh, who's, who's trying to make that transition, they start gaining energy and coming back. Yeah. And so I tend to uh, be someone who says, okay, I'm saying goodbye, and then I'm going to stand over here because <laughs> you've got a very what looks like a very hard thing to do, yeah. right? To go from being in a body to not being in a body. It looks like something that's a real process, right? So you've got to leave them alone and let them do it. And at that time, whatever whatever you mean, mm. you have to say it. Mm, yeah. I mean, not just like you say, fake it to make it. If you mean it, say it. Mm. See, like on my case, when my son, he was suffering too much, he was, you know, on, on the machine, you know, helping him you know, breathe and all and all like that. And at that time, my wife, she was talking with somebody on the phone. And I was holding his hand. And I, I looked him on the eye, in the eyes and I said, you do I need to go? You must go. We're going to be okay. And I was dying inside. inside. Yeah. But I was, yeah. I was so strong. And make feel we're gonna be okay because sometimes we say it but we don't feel it. Yeah, and ultimately we will be okay. Exactly. Yeah. So at the time I say that we're gonna be okay, he stopped breathing. Yes. Wow. And Raquel, she never, she never seen it. You know, the time she, uh, you know, hang up and she was, she said, What happened? I think he, he read yeah. it all. Yeah. That's beautiful. Just like that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Father's permission. Yeah. So, no so, it was hard, but it was, you know. And he knew. And he knows that it's hard, or he wouldn't have come back and say, hey, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But uh, so beautiful that you can show up for your child, yeah. even though it's heartbreaking to do that. Right? It's heartbreaking to, to stay strong. Sometimes you, you want to be like, uh, I don't know if that's the right word, self selfish yeah and you don't want to be suffering yeah so you prefer the other, the other person suffering for you yeah so that's why you want to keep it yeah no matter what but sometimes you change the shoes you're gonna see you know the picture from the other side yeah so always i'm thinking like that you know i put on, on, on people on people's shoes yeah to see that's the right thing or not you know because Sometimes, you know, like he was suffering, but you don't want to suffer. Like, mm -hmm. okay, let's, let's do this, let's do that, you know. And 
sometimes to talk about that, I mean, to people it's gonna be that, so that's kind of taboo mm. because we think we're not prepared or we don't want to talk about it, mm. you know, but it's good to talk about it because when that happens, you know, I mean, you've been prepared. Mm. See, for example, on our case, Raquel, she don't want to be buried. She want to be cremated and mix her ashes with Eric and release him to the water. Mm. And I talked to her family. I said, you know what, this is what she wants. Because if you don't talk to them and you do it, things sometimes her family they don't want it because yeah. they want something else, you know, like be very or, you yeah. know. Yeah, that's so right. Yeah. That's why I told them, listen, I'm not crazy, but we need to talk about it. This is what she wants. Yeah, it's very important. It's really very important. I'm glad you bring it up. Yeah. I have a friend who passed away very young and she was not well, and, and but she didn't tell her family what she wanted. She was estranged from them, right? She wasn't close to anybody in her family. So she made me the the healthcare proxy, the person who makes the decisions, yeah. And uh, but she didn't tell them. So so when they understand that she's about to die, and they come, and then there's all she's getting cremated, and there's you know all the where do the ashes go and things like that. She had told me a lot about what she wanted, but she had never told them. So they feel like, oh, this this for me a stranger, yes, right? Is. This stranger thinks they can tell us about our girl, right? But uh, but in fact, it's so this bringing up that it's okay to talk about death, and it's important to talk about your own death and other people's death, uh, yeah. just to to understand like this is going to happen. Yeah. Let's so, make so a that, plan. So that or later it's gonna happen. <laughs> That's right. Someday, yeah. someday, and you never know who goes first. Exactly, as we yeah. saw. But you know that someday this happens that, that your children will go on without you, or for in my case, my mom is alive and she talks about it all the time, right? Because my father died, she can't wait to get there, mm-hmm. and but she's very strong and she's, uh, she's very healthy. So that's a problem, <laughs> right? Because she's not going anytime soon. Exactly. Yeah. 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 My parents, they passed, my dad, he passed on, on uh, October, and my mom on December. And she came, I mean, he came to, for her. Mm. See, when we was very, my dad, she is sick. So she never went to the cemetery. We was at the funeral home, and she started getting, up, you know, kind of back pain. So what we did? to the hospital. Mm. So, in three months, she passed. Mm. Well, three months, yeah, after my dad passed. She had esophageal cancer? So no, like long, long problem, long cancer. cancer. When the doctor was doing, you know, her checkup, she was, uh, I don't know how to say, like DC or something. Mm. And she was telling my dad, move, move. Yeah. Because because the doctor is gonna do his you know checkup on me, so step away. You gotta get out of yeah, here. yeah. And the doctor was like, "Why is this? Yeah, and 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 they don't 
they don't even believe it, but you know, you know, the hospital has cameras and we got access to the cameras and she was talking about, you know, like move, move, step away because you know are in the doctor's way. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. That veil becomes mm. very thin, doesn't it? Yeah, because it really does. They lived together for over sixteen or seventy years. Yeah. My older sister, she passed away. You know, same thing, cancer. And um, when she was passing, she was holding somebody, one of one of her neighbors. She was holding her hand, and one of, of the, her sons say something to her. So she wake up, and she say to my my nephew, Luis, uh, Polly. You know that her neighbor, Polly, was walking with me. Mm. Yeah, mm. holding hands each other. Mm. You came to get her. Mm, and my and my nephew he was crying because yeah she knows I mean he knows what's you know it was gonna happen and yeah she said that I mean Polly came and you know yeah. holding him with me you know yeah. to to the dimension yeah, yeah that's what she's saying the dimension yeah. thank you so much for sharing all that with me that is so amazing and um like I said, just for both of you being so open and honest and caring. And I think that people, when they hear your story, that it really will help them to walk through their own story because we don't get out of this. My father used to say, uh, it's a one-way ticket. That's what he would say. Yeah. It's a one-way ticket, right? We don't get out of this thing alive, right? Exactly. Every single one of us uh -huh. is going to go. And that means that every single one of the people that we know is going to go to. And so this practice of, okay, how do we accept and, and move through these losses is, is very important to learn. And you're, you're a great example. The way, the way I, I was, I think that it's, you know, the, the, the healing process feels like when you do exercises, when you build muscles, mm. you know, that's, that's it's yeah. going to hurt. But you just keep doing it and keep doing it and then you get used to it. Yeah. So that's that's the way I feel. Please visit Santos and Raquel's shop at tierrawichel.com. That's T-I-E-R-R-A-H-U-I-C-H-O-L.com. And if you're in the area, stop in. You'll definitely want to take something home with you. Also, learn to find and live in your joy at donalyn.blog. Talk to you next time.